Welcome to the Burbs Minute Podcast, quite possibly the greatest Citizens Arrest movie ever made. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkash. In this episode, we cover Minute 94 of the Burbs, which begins with Hans being pulled from his seat and ends with Dr. Klopek saying, the man doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, so we, we actually ended a good point this to, today to end out the week. We end with the end of our little mini ambulance scene. Yeah. We won't get the repercussions till next week, but <laughs> we get through the, let's say, the action portion of it. Right. Which uh, Tom Hanks doesn't do too bad in this scene for being, let's just say, outnumbered and kind of in a bad spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of crippled. Yeah, because he's, he's laying down on a gurney and being choked with one hand, and the other guy has a hypodermic needle filled with green goo in the other. Yet he's still able to sneak away and grab a hold of Hans. Yeah, he's fighting two guys at the same time. Yeah, so uh, Hans almost runs over a man in an awful sweater, a, a zipper sweater, yeah. a lady with a bonnet on her head, and a guy with a terrible shirt on. I was trying to figure out what that lady had on her head. Is that a bonnet? Is that what she has on her head? I don't know what it is. It's I think it's like a sleeping cap type thing. Who wears a bonnet? But she also has a very terrible blue robe on, which I would say was the worst robe in the movie, except for Ray's. I think it is Ray's robe. It's just yeah. grabbed that out of it. It's the same robe. The thing that I really love about this is now they drive through the police line in front of a police car, and then they make a hard left. They spin. They end up yeah. back on the street, and then it cuts <laughs> to the crowd that are all just standing there. Yeah. That's what I, I – that's what I wrote down. Cut to Carol and Richie's dad looking at an ambulance as it goes by. They probably should have more emotion. That's what I wrote. <laughs> just dumbfounded, and nobody feels the need to like try to get involved and stop what's going on. Don't you think his wife would be screaming? Yeah, and there's <laughs> thirty cops standing there. Some somebody stop them. Yeah, they're not yelling stop. They're not trying to do anything. And then <laughs> when it cuts to you see Hans very nearly gets to make the breakaway here because he's heading towards the exit yeah. now. Yeah. And then the pizza truck is coming from the other direction, but there's cops down at the end of the street that are just standing there. <laughs> they have their cop car parked there, but they haven't blocked traffic, which is how the pizza guy gets by. Right. They're also making no move to stop Hans from getting away. So they let the pizza guy into a closed, like, investigation? Oh, I mean, you need the pizza. <laughs> I guess you need the pizza. So my question is, is the now we knew the pizza guy was coming. And he's bringing Ricky some pizza. So how many pizzas do you think Ricky and his friends need? I, I don't think it's 50 that fall out of the side <laughs> of the <laughs> So at least, good estimate, 20 pizzas fall out of there. There's at least 20. And, I mean, they're just piled up on top of each other in the back Ricky of that. his I, friends, I can't imagine need more than three or four pies. There's no way a pizza truck carries that many pizzas. Because you could never go around. They'd all be cold. It would be cold. You're like, yo, boss, my pizza is two hours late and it's ice cold. Right. It must have been on the bottom. And it's not like it'd be one thing if, like, uh, they were bringing pizza for all, like, the firemen and stuff. But I'm pretty sure that cops and firemen aren't going to be eating pizza at a live fire. No. <laughs> it'd be one thing if it was out and they were just kind of going through the wreckage, then maybe I could hear it. <laughs> but we do get the immortal Ricky line of, yo, pizza, dude. They yeah. don't even cut to Ricky, right? He just yells it from like no, off. You just hear off camera here, yo, pizza dude. <laughs> yeah, we don't even we don't even get actual Ricky. No, we don't even get the sale. And then we do cut back into them fighting again over the uh, hypodermic needle. And I gotta admit, the first time that I saw this movie, I mean, eventually it kind of gets revealed, but I had no idea what house they crashed into. I still am not sure. It's our house. It's our. Oh, I didn't know it was our house. Yeah. <laughs> It um 
but we do get maybe the weirdest shot of the, the whole movie face wise is we get a close up of Han screaming. Screaming, yes, it's really weird. <laughs> Which is truly terrifying. Yeah, and then they bust straight through the uh the front of Art's house. Now did they mention that again that it was Art's house or you just you just um, know later on you'll see um when they say I don't want to say the line because the line's good about his house being on fire. Okay. And that's why, because the ambulance crashed into it. Okay. <laughs> but now we cut back to Ricky and his friends who are now on Ricky's porch. Yeah. They're up there. I don't know how they got there. They yeah. made their best. Yeah, they just they just morphed over there. So I'm wondering if this member how they reshot this ending. In one shot, I, now I'm going to admit I have not rewatched the alternative ending in a while. We're going to watch it during the credits. Yeah, we'll see it. Maybe in one ending he was here and the other ending he was there, and they were like, nobody gives a damn. Just put him over there. <laughs> like, yeah, just put him on a bridge. It's not like 25 years from now, two jackasses are going to sit there and watch it minute <laughs> by minute to figure <laughs> out if there's a slight continuity error. Nitpick or stuff. Well, the problem is that whole. Um... Street is probably not full when they shot that porch scene, you know. Yeah. And that's just cut, you know, to throw it in there. It's like, yeah, yeah, they're they're fine. Just, just cut to them over there. Uh, the only good, I mean, the good sign of continuity is they still have their, uh, they have all candles out and stuff, so the power must still be out. Right, the power <laughs> still. Out. They give a nice, they give a nice standing ovation to crashing into our house. <laughs> Somebody yells, "Way to go!" Yeah, and then uh, right on cue, the. The back door is inexplicably open, which they should have opened right away <laughs> they, yeah. they were going to. <laughs> and then uh, Tom Hanks and not at all a stunt double fall out of the back of it. <laughs> not a man in a terrible white wig. Right, not somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Although you see him rolling down later, which I'm sure is just him being dragged with a camera truck. Yeah. Um, that is Henry Gibson on there. Oh, yeah, after the fact. But who we, who we thought was 65 yesterday and we found out was 54. Right, it doesn't seem so bad now that we know he's 54. <laughs> yeah, 54 is fine. It's he's, fine. Put it to you this way. He's six years younger than Tom Hanks is now. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> now, he, except for the fact that Tom Hanks looks like, you know, because he's a little older. He's like 10, 15 pounds heavier. Uh, he looks the same. Looks like Tom Hanks. Yeah, you're yeah. right. He looks, like, he looks like happy Tom Hanks. Again, it's kind of like the moment with the ambulance going by, except even worse, because now there's two guys on a stretcher going by. <laughs> One of which has a hypodermic needle who is very obviously trying to stab the other one with it. And people are moving and kind of moving towards them. Nobody's like racing at them to be like, wow, we need to get in there. No, nobody's really trying to stop the gurney. Yeah, and two guys on a gurney, which is probably not going all that fast, managed to outdistance everybody. Well, it also takes a couple turns. I don't know how that happened. Oh, well, you know, it's, it's, got a good, it's got a pretty good steering column on there. You know, they put it in, they put it in third gear. <laughs> and what does Rookie say when they crash? Do you remember? Um, far no. out. Far out. Far out. <laughs> Which, far out. this is one of those Corey Feldman delivered lines where if that came from any other character, you'd be like, what the hell? Like, that is such a, only no Corey, way if someone would say that. And you're like, it comes from him. And I'm like, yeah, that's totally something he'd say. Only Corey Feldman or Tommy Chong can deliver that line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's some people that deliver lines that from anybody else would be ridiculous. And you're like, yeah, it makes sense to you. <laughs> yeah. Tommy Chan, far out, man. You know, Tommy Chan will pull that off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, they're still going. You know, we're now, they've been rolling down the street for 20 seconds. And when we cut back to them, they've actually, not only has nobody caught them, they have increased their distance. <laughs> um, they crash into the Clopex car. 
And if you're if you're quickly watching it, you see the the uh, trunk pop open. Trunk pops open, yes. I gotta admit that's a it's a pretty nice hit they do. I mean, but, everything they do is you know it's all for the next the next scene, you know. Yeah, and but it's good practical effect works. When they come off the the stretcher, that does not look pleasant. And no. I'll tell you something else I didn't notice until I started watching it minute by minute. Ruben's in the car. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's sitting in the driver's seat. Oh, he's getting ready to split too. Yeah, he was like, "I'm out of here, screw these guys." They left me behind. <laughs> and Ray just starts yelling, Citizens arrest. <laughs> yeah. And then he just climbs the uh the stretcher rolls away on its own. Right. And he says, I, Ray Peterson, am placing you under citizens arrest. The rest of the town finally shows up after this. <laughs> oh, he's putting you under citizens arrest for his attempted murder. That's right. right. Then the one cop who actually does anything, because the other cop has disappeared. The detective, yeah. we never see him again, I don't think. No, I don't think so either. Grant Howard, thankfully, you know, Richie's dad is on the uh he's on the <laughs> ball. He you know, when you're uh when your son's the producer, you better be there to break up the fight. Yeah. So we get up to this man doesn't know what he's talking about. Listen, this guy's a cop, he's been a cop twenty five years. You have a pair of rubber gloves on and a needle in your hand. I'm right. pretty sure when that needle goes to the lab, it's not gonna come back with vitamin B in it. No, he's gonna be able to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's gonna be able to put this together. If nothing else, you guys are all going to be held to questioning while your stuff all gets taken up, and you're going to get caught. (laughs) So I did pull Citizen's Arrest because I do enjoy someone yelling Citizen's Arrest in a a movie. It's one of those things that you hear said all the time. All the time. Usually on TV, and you're like, what the hell does that mean? Is that a real thing? That's what I always think. Is that a real thing? So I've gone to the the source of all knowledge. Wikipedia. Yeah, what it is. Shut your mouth. mouth. (laughs) Listen, I researched it. Citizen's arrest is an arrest made by a person who is not acting as a sworn law enforcement official. In common law jurisdictions, the practice dates back to medieval England and English common law, which most U.S. law is based on, in which sheriffs encourage ordinary citizens to help apprehend lawbreakers, which just seems like sheriffs are being lazy to me. Yeah. Like, yeah, why don't you guys go out and catch the bad guys? (laughs) If you see anybody doing anything wrong, just catch them and then call us. All right, so I'm going to try to find, and then it breaks it down by countries after that. Oh, okay. So I'm just trying to find the United States and see what R says. Oh, God, it's legalese. Okay, here we go. That's, this is the California one. So it's coded by states because the United States can't do anything normally. It's got to be coded by states, so stuff you can do in one state, you can't do another. But it gives the California Penal Code 837 is a good example. A private person may arrest another for one for a public offense committed or attempted in my in his or her presence. Okay. Two, when the person arrested has committed a felony, although not in his presence. Three, when a felony has been in fact committed and he or she has reasonable cause for believing the person arrested has committed it. So basically if you want to, you just do it. You That's can it. Just arrest somebody. Yeah. Can I do that in New Jersey? That's what I want to know. Um there's yeah. <laughs> I don't think it breaks it down by state laws. And if it does <laughs> Honestly, I'm not looking it up. No. There's also a, a shopkeeper's privilege, which is how they can hold you for shoplifting. Oh, okay. Where like a the you know like the the store detective will hold you. Yeah. And it just says you could be detained. But although if you've ever watched any show with like hidden cameras, you'll see how that they uh sometimes they take that detention a little too far. Exactly, and uh, he doesn't have a gun. I don't see how somebody doesn't just take him out when they try to stop him. <laughs> yeah, it, it does have some examples of stuff that you can't do like you can't do a citizen's arrest in north carolina it's just referred to as detention which seems like the same okay. thing you're just not arresting them you're just detaining them 
Right. Whatever. Basically, you're allowed to hold somebody. Until the cops get there. Yeah. But you're still not arresting them. You're holding them until the cops get there. <laughs> so if the cops are already there, what is yelling citizens arrest going to do? <laughs> well, maybe because the cops aren't doing what he wants. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> the cops aren't arresting the person that he needs arrested. <laughs> yeah, the cop is standing there. You can just yell, um, excuse me, officer, can you arrest this man? Hey, arrest him, yeah. Um, what for? I don't know. He just tried to stab me with a poison tip needle. <laughs> he called me crazy. Yeah, this this just goes along the, the long line of Klopek's poor planning, which has happened from the very beginning of this movie. Right. This almost makes you wonder how they didn't get caught until now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, they said they moved, what, four times in as many years? So that's how they didn't get caught. They just kept leaving. This time they just stayed around for long. I mean, I guess it's the only thing that our guys have going for them is that they're super, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not smart. No, it's that's just they're, super, they're paranoid. They're super paranoid. Right. Which in this case worked in their favor because they were actually right. And they didn't give up. They just kept kept pushing and pushing. Yeah, they kept pushing and pushing. And I mean, the Klopaks knew they were onto them because they were trying to get out of there. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe nobody else caught on as fast. Yeah. Like usually when everybody else caught on, they were probably like, oh, look, this neighbors are catching on to us. We've been here eight months. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> Let's go. But this time they didn't know, like, oh, we're going to go to the university to get out of here. They don't know these three morons are going to hop their fence and break into their house and blow it up. Right. Now, here's an interesting legal question for all the lawyers that listen. So when this all gets resolved, spoiler alert, the Klopeks did it. So they're murderers. They're all going to go to jail. Um, but you still broke into their house and blew it up. Right. So you still how, go to jail, too? Yeah. How does that work? I, I feel like you're still a criminal at that point. <laughs> All right, so I don't think I have anything else unless you got some note that I don't have. No, I mean, just them running off the porch. When they yelled citizens arrest, they all ran off the porch, but that was it. Oh, that's just so they can get back in the scene for the next minute, I guess. Really see where they're in these minutes, but they did just run off the porch. Yeah, well, again, you know, we get a nice shot of the back lot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Where it's just like, hey, we really need to fill up the scene, so... uh... Just grab some people that are on the tour and see if they'll come out tonight and just, you know, ride around on bicycles and stuff. At the end, when they reshot this scene, they must have left Bowtie Guy home because he hasn't popped up since. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, the Bowtie Guy, he's, uh, he is scouted out, and he's going to move in and start murdering people soon. Yeah, he's, he's moving into the Naps house when they rebuild it. He's going to move in when this place becomes Wisteria Lane, and he's going to start uh, <laughs> murdering people. <laughs> As a, that was a, a that was a shout out to all the Desperate Housewives fans. <laughs> I, uh, I figured that was your favorite show. Bring it back up. Yeah, oh, you know, you said it was my favorite show. <laughs> all right, I don't have anything else. You got anything else? No. All right, so come check us out. We uh, we're on uh, Facebook and Twitter at the Burbs Minute. You can hear me on my other podcast, Slycast, where we cover all the Sylvester Stallone movies one at a time. Um, that that podcast will be going on for the next. 30 or 40 years at our current rate. At least. Shut up. All right. <laughs> Go over to Movies by Minutes. Check out all the new movies that are doing one minute at a time. I guarantee there's some stuff over there you want to listen to. I don't have anything else. You got anything else? Uh, did we mention the Better Off Dead Minute has started? Oh, we did not. Better Off Dead Minute has started. <laughs> Make sure you have your $2. Yeah, I want my $2. All right. So that's it for us. And uh, I am making a citizen's arrest. And stay safe, neighbors.